Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know, the J10 Initiative. Podcast. Welcome to the Catholic Stuff Podcast. This is Father Nathan. 192 and dropping. Yep. In the rankings. Presently. <sighs> Father John, Father Nathan, round two tonight from the Schloss in the basement, down in the bowels. Doesn't matter what we do. Doesn't matter how scintillating our banter is. Oh. We're just going to keep dropping. That's right. Just so you We're know. On a steady decline. Just so you know, chasing foxes is still going down too. <laughs> Catching foxes. So, chasing foxes. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, Luke Carey. Those sorry. G- we love you, Luke. Gomer. I'm sorry. Not Gomer. Gomer, you're fine, but yeah, no, sure. Those, we love those guys. We're I was, all going. I down. was thinking about the the party we crashed at Seek for yeah. those guys. Yeah. They found the best they had a great, dive bar. Oh, that was awesome. They found the best they dive the best. bar in Indianapolis, and we were able to have a great they have the best. Pork they sandwich. got the hipster fans, you know. Yeah, and the pork sandwich. Yeah, they they are the pork sandwich. They are the pork sandwich. So, anyways, chasing, I never, rec- chase, I never chasing foxes. Chasing foxes. Isn't that isn't that like a movie? Oh, it's chasing Amy. Chasing Sorry. Amy. Chasing Amy. I think that's. I don't know if I ever recovered from when I casually referred to them in front of a couple hundred people as the uh, in the body of Christ that they're the armpit. Oh, uh, I know. All right, question for you. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go live with a with a very vulnerable question. What was your guilty pleasure movie back in the day? So Father Brian Larkin used to like uh, Return to Me. Return to Me. What was the? Uh, Can we call it the chick flick? Chick flick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, guilty pleasure. <laughs> that could go a number of different please directions. Please give me your guilty pleasure yeah, comments. Guilty, guilty pleasure. Um, I mean, like the movie. So, oh yeah. Oh, hands down, Serendipity. Okay. Kate Beckinsale. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I know. My combo watched Didn't Serendipity with my dog Niblet one time. <laughs> I was like, that was that was before he met his wife. But uh, I was like, what was that like? He's like, eh, she was all right. She cuddled up, you know. Niblet. So, Niblet and Aspen was their golden retriever. Both have since passed to from this world. And uh, yeah, Mike was babysitting the dogs or dog sitting, whatever. And... Uh, they uh, yeah, put on Serendipity was our that was a favorite. Huh. It's classic. John Cusack, Kate Beckinsale. Sure. Yeah. Yourself. Was this one of those questions you were waiting for me to ask you back? <laughs> no, no, no. I actually didn't want you to ask it to me because I was like, I don't really know. But you uh, got this funny but, smirk on your face. Well, I mean, the the movie that uh, came to mind initially was uh, Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. Oh. Which is about uh, uh, diving horses. And uh, a girl that goes blind, um, which was amazing. The other one was, uh, what was the ice skating one where he was a hockey oh. player and she was a figure skater? And he had the accident or whatever? No. I don't know. You now, don't know now, it? It sounds like a chick flick. I watched like... Yeah. yeah Mighty Ducks. You're talking about Miracle or Mighty Ducks or something. Um, yeah, but it was a hockey movie. What is that called? I forget. Something Edge? Cutting edge. Cutting edge. Cutting edge. Cutting edge. Yeah, there yeah. you go. People are screaming. I love like. I love it when people yeah, are in their like, cars. They're like, it's cutting edge, you idiots. It's cutting edge. It's non It's non It's non All right, now tell us. Now tell us your guilty pleasure movie, Father Nathan. Give us guilty pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Jus de <rouge. laughs> 
<laughs> non pettis. Anywho, oh, um, yeah. yeah. So well, that was uh, it's a good banter. Well, question. part of the <laughs> part of the reason why was uh, we had we had referenced we had referenced you know Father Brian and I remembered Father Brian likes Return to Me. Return to Me, yeah, that's a great movie. Yep, I'd never seen it. Yeah, Lajoie was lamenting um, from the last Lord's Day. I don't think any of the old dogs were there, or there wasn't that many of us. And he was lamenting the how the conversation has shifted, and you know, re- knowledge of '90s based sitcoms, yes. movies, yes, it's getting more and more wanting. True. Right, there's a bit of a lacuna uh, developing in our younger generation. The companions are from age 46, so kind of the last, but solidly Gen X. Down to twenty five on the cusp of the zoomer. Yeah, maybe I mean, we should call it just cap it there. I mean, they are the the guys, the younger guys. I mean, they don't they don't know many of the things that we're referencing. So I mean, that's fine. Like I've never seen more than two episodes of The Mandalorian. So as we mentioned, I'm not truly a Star Wars person. That is true. So well, okay. Yep, that's, that's true. Cool. I watched one and fell asleep. That's bad. Yeah, it can be. The the girl just got fired. The Which lady, girl? The lady just got fired for making incendiary remarks. Oh. Who knows? Okay. So, anywho. 90s was a long time ago. You know, I was not happy to see... Well, I was happy to see was 30 years ago. Wayne's World guys in a commercial, oh, which it was sucked. a No, it was a great commercial. No, Cardi B. Until no. Cardi B. Yeah. Until no. Cardi B, it was a great commercial. I was like, wow, this is going to be one of the best. Right. And then Cardi B came on. I was like, no, no, we're done. Yeah, that's when I was like, this sucks. Now, Mike like Father Mike likes Cardi B. Why? Like, actually She's likes. so trashy. Yeah, I agree. But that's his style. Whatever. That's his style. So, yeah, anyways, I was thinking about that, and I was watching this, and I was like, do you guys know? Wayne's Do you guys World? know Wayne's World? They're like, eh, kind of. Wow. And I was like, geez, Wayne's World. But it was 30 years ago, right? Came out in 91, yeah. 92, I somewhere don't remember. There. Yeah, I remember I'm on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Um, And uh, I quoted Dirty Work, as is my, you know, <laughs> like, you know, penchant. Um, uh, the other day, and uh, nobody knew what I was talking about, so I was like, "Yep, I think me and John, uh, Father John, are the only two people that uh, know that movie." So. <laughs> Actually, watched it. Yeah, so. there's a number of movies like that that I love and will never watch again. Yeah, you know what I mean. Once you know it, once you know it, Happy Gilmore is not like that though. That's one that needs to be passed on to subsequent generations. Well, yeah. Did you see Chubbs? He was in one of the. Yeah, that was good. That was nice good. To see Chubbs. They had a lot of they, there's some '90s throwbacks there. You know, that's some what. Of the commercials. Yeah, that mean, was kind of the thing. Right. Apparently, the uh, cost of these things was down this year. That's sure. What these people were, who know these. The things. whole Super Bowl was down. Yeah. So I watched. I watched our family movie. What was your What was your family movie like? Uh, when you would all get together as a you know family or even extended family, did you watch a particular movie together? Well, we would watch reruns of my mom's brothers and my grandmother right. on Family Feud, Family Feud <laughs> and they would all make fun of Uncle Gus for the same dumb comment. And it was it, that was the, what we would do. You got to um, bring that. You got to bring that to Villa one year. I think the, it'd be so fun. In the late seventies, my mom was in Germany at the time, um, and her five brothers and my grandmother Mimi were on, and it's absolutely hysterical. They were on twice, so, so they, they won. Won the first one. And uh, oh man, it's what they do with the money. I have no idea. I'm sure they blew it, gambling or whatever. Sure, um, Mimi. 
It's a Wonderful Life was a classic, but that's kind of Christmas esque. Mm-hmm. But that was that was a big time, like annual. You know, yeah. got to watch that. Sure, we so. would watch. Uh, it's a mad, 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 mad world. Oh, um, and I forgot how long it is. It's like a three hour movie. Yeah, um, and uh, uh, my dad needed help setting up a VCR, um, and uh, which I mean, do people even know VCRs <laughs> anymore? Um, and uh, so uh, I was trying to help him, and the only video that we had around, laying around was "It's a Mad, 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 Mad World." My favorite recent um, story of families watching movies was uh, Kate Spacia went back home to Joliet, Illinois. Joylet, Joylet, and uh, her dad decided that they were going to road trip to Florida for like two days. He just wanted to get everybody in the car. It's one of these like crazy dad moves, you know, uh-huh. just like let's get yeah. everybody in the car, road trip, and they have like six kids in the family. Wow. And, that was uh, this during COVID? Yeah, and all they had to watch for the 18 hours down, 18 hours back or whatever was all of the Planet of the Apes movies. Oh. So they just watched them. She was like, these movies suck. <laughs> and there's so many of them. <laughs> it's just like the plot is horrible. I, I've never watched one, but apparently this is funny how you end up in a van with your family in your early 20s watching Planet of the Apes and thinking this is a bit absurd. All right, this is the last banter comment, but one of my favorite memories is uh, Wanda Fletcher, rest in peace. She passed away a year and a half ago. Um, She bought um, a cord that could connect into a car uh, battery, like uh, the cigarette lighter adapter, so that we could play Mario Kart for um, however many hours from Denver or from Decatur all the way down to um, Nashville. So I think it was six or seven hours. I don't remember <laughs> ever. Like maybe we stopped. Maybe we didn't. Like I just remember playing seven hours straight of yeah. Mario Kart. And then we were there. Yeah. I was like, wow, that that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. So if ever like somebody wants to take me on a huge road trip and it's like it's going to be a long ride. Just give me your Mario Kart, and we'll just play. All right, Costalecki's listen to that when you're going up to That's true. They Deadwood trying or whatever. To get, trying to get me to go to North Dakota for July 4th. Right. So, anyway. All right. Look at that. So, was 10 minutes almost on the nose. Nice. Perfect. Amazing. And we're to the topic, folks. To the topic. Um, Father Gronsky of uh, Happy Memory said something uh, really beautiful a long time ago, and I've tried to I tried to live by, by that with my family, which is, um, though you are a father... Um, as a priest, um, it will take years for you to become a father in your family, hmm. uh, but allow it to happen. Like, just allow it to happen naturally. Don't just go in there and demand, like, I'm a priest, you have to listen to me. I've tried that sometimes. Uh, my sister is very good about telling me uh, what's actually going to happen. Right. Um, so um, uh, we've, you know, kind of gone rounds on that. Um, but my dad retired uh, from Meets Plus. Um, uh, he was one of the longest, he is the longest employee, uh, in the company. And so he finally retired and I wanted to go home for the retirement party. Here's which, to Dave Goble. That's right. Well-earned, my our friend. Cheers. He's drinking, uh, he's drinking either Bailey's or, um, he likes screwdrivers. Bailey's. <laughs> Dow Dan loves Bailey's. Yeah. Uh, but he loves, he loves his screwdriver. Um, anyways, uh, so we went out. We wanted to do a celebration for him. We weren't going to do uh, a party with the with the work, 
So uh, what we wanted to do is we wanted to go to a nicer restaurant. And my whole thing was you got to elevate to celebrate. You know, if right. you're going to if you're going to do this, you do it well. I mean, your guys' party for your dad's retirement um, and diaconate, you kind of rolled it into one. Right. Um, it was great. You know, it was it was a real honor. Um, and uh, I think that it's something that that we should certainly look at. There are certain moments in people's lives that don't happen again. So right. you can only get one chance to do it. So do it well. Um, and if you have to do it. Not extravagantly, but intentionally. I, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. But you can have the best band. You can have the best venue. You can have the best food. Um, but ultimately, the things that people take with them from those events are normally spiritual goods. Hmm. Spiritual goods consist of memories um, as well as um, graces that can continue to be unfolded you know, long after. Um, and uh, so I, I think that you can have good memories of, you know, like the food, the dancing. I remember you guys at your dad's party, like had a lady teaching uh, line dancing or mm -hmm. country two-step or yeah. whatever. And uh, I was dancing with Becca Messel, you know, now sister Annunciata. And uh, it was just like, wow, like what a joy. You're right. Um, what a joy to remember that. Um so I would say, like, we certainly want to create memories with one another and not just the kind of memories that's like, oh, yeah, that's that's what we did last year. But like also things that um, you can carry with you for for years to come. But also like uh, what 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 happened was. I just had this feeling like we we really need to honor. We need to honor my dad um, in the companions. We have a tradition of honoring uh, a brother uh, on on his birthday. Uh, I don't think there's another time that we do it. We don't really do it at ordination even. No, not really. Um, so on your birthday, uh, you are charged with uh, coming up with, uh, for somebody else's birthday, you're charged with coming up with something that you want to honor that person for. So uh, I don't know if we've done this podcast topic before, but we're just going to talk a little bit about honoring why you honor, how you honor, what are the kinds of things that you should honor, um, and uh, you know, go from there. So that's kind, that's kind this of this is a great topic. We, we've never talked about it um, on the podcast, but it's a really important part of our life, and um, it's something that has effused also into the seminary. You know, so that we uh, we try to do that. Like we got guys getting ordained deacons this weekend, and they'll they'll be honored. Um, but to do it well is, it's a bit of an art. Right? Yes. Um, we recently got, uh, not blasted by Father Brady, our moderator, but you and I kind of roasted the Wunchkin a little bit that one night for his birthday back in November or whatever. Um, you remember that? No. Yeah. You and I honored him, and we just kind of took him to task about living on a pile of uh, empty... Oh, empty plastic water bottles in the back of his, That's right. his rogue and these different things. Um, yeah, so it's an art, uh, but it's always... Did Brady challenge us on that? Nah, he just kind of made one of these Wagner comments, so it's kind of like... But it was great. He once loved it, and um, the the key is people don't... They're not going to ask for it, so you have to you yes. have to create the occasion for it. Yes. And they probably don't want it, especially if they feel... I mean, it's not easy to be complimented publicly, um, especially if words of affirmation is not your love language. Um, and so 
people don't often want it, but they need it and they deserve it. And um, it's it's really uh, yeah, it's and an important part of our life. So. They carry it with them. They do. Okay. Yeah. So um, so the scriptural foundation of this uh, can be found in uh, Philippians chapter four, verse eight. Uh, for many, you know, this is a passage that they know well. Um, for the rest, brethren, whatever whatsoever things are true, whatsoever is modest, whatsoever is just, whatsoever is holy, whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is of good fame, if there be any virtue of any praise of discipline, think on these things. So um, I have no idea what version that is, but it's kind of... Um, whatever is true, whatever is lovely, whatever is honorable, whatever is pure... Whatever is just, you know, think about these things. And uh, so part of the reason why we honor is because we want to point to uh, aspects of person's character um, that they have honed and and that they have uh, exercised discipline and virtue in. Virtue is not something that just happens. Virtue is a choice for the good uh, where you uh, choose some excellence in some way uh, that perdures and uh, that allows you to be able to do uh, a habit, an ingrained habit, learned habit, a chosen habit, uh, quickly, easily, um, joyfully, and repeatedly, I think. Um, so you should be able to do these things, not just once, you didn't just happen upon it, but like these are patterns of life that, that, you've, that you've done. So um, when it comes to honoring, you are, as somebody who is going to honor somebody else, you are tasked with uh, not just seeing their gifts, but seeing their virtue. And what I was alluding to beforehand uh, was, um, as the priest in my family, sometimes like it, it's beautiful to really like pray through, how should this event go? And uh, to, to kind of hear from God, this is what I think would be really important. Hmm. And what I heard again and again was, uh, be sure to honor him. Um, because a retirement party can just be like, man, you're done. You know, like, yeah. congratulations. Um, here's, you know, your whatever. We got him a fishing net. My brother got him a corn. Now you can get into, now you can do all the scuba diving that you've always wanted to do. Or right. Whatever, you know. Travel. Right. You know, but work is actually a good. Work is not something that we avoid. Um, so we actually want to point to what you have been able to accomplish in those years. Sometimes, uh, we don't necessarily see all the good that we accomplished. Um, we're just in the middle of doing our life. Um, and, um, to actually note and, uh, honor somebody for, uh, what they've been able to to do in the course of a year or over the course of many years, uh, I think is a tribute to uh, the ability to see things that perhaps they've they haven't seen to venerate what perhaps they haven't even venerated in themselves. Yeah, I think that's a key the the word perception there um, that you're giving them the gift of, that you're giving them is you're you're giving you're feeding back or you're perceiving something that is changing in them, which is not just a natural gift. Uh, that I think that that's always been an important thing for us. It's like we're honoring virtues. We're honoring habits that have been formed. And and I, I can remember specific words that guys have said over the last few years that have been really meaningful because they helped me understand something that God was doing in my life that I didn't even really realize. Yes. I didn't even understand. 
but somebody else could point to it. And it's not just like, you're really good at this. You're really funny or you're really good at CrossFit or whatever, like, you know, examples from your life there. You examples know? from I, my life. You're really good at uh, freezing Thin Mints, which we just enjoyed. Nice. Those were delicious. Um, A frozen Thin Mint is supremely better than an unfrozen Thin it's, Mint. It's not even of the same like genre. It's right. a completely different thing. So... So yeah, the the notion of virtue, not gifts um, or talents, uh, helps us to understand what what is God doing. Because you get up every day, you pray, you live your life, you follow Christ, but you're not always seeing quantifiable results here. At least I'm tangible not. fruits. Exactly, right. and you need moments when people who love you, who who really see you and see what God is doing, come in and say. Hey, be attentive to this, and mm-hmm. we're honoring you because this is a part of you. But it's something that God is doing. So, yeah, just to distinguish, you know, for people that are find it perhaps difficult to understand that, like, say somebody's a very good singer. Um, if you just said, "I think you're a really good singer," like they already know that they're a really good singer, and in some ways they haven't uh, they to honor them for something that they're gifted at is not to honor them, but to honor like the Lord who bestowed that gift upon them, but what is it that they've done with the gift that they've received? So if you if you can say to the person, I believe that uh, through your singing, you have lifted my heart up to God. Like that is allowing them to see like their gift is drawing other people to the Lord. And that's a virtue, um, whether it's piety or um, yeah, the, the sacrality of, of, of their, uh, their joy, you know, like expressed in that. So I, I think that it's it's important not just to note certain things that are obvious, but perhaps to ponder like, what is it that I see that perhaps they can't see in themselves? Or they haven't seen that that aspect uh, really affected, you know, me or affected others. And um, yeah, these occasions in life um, are fitting one thing you don't want to do, you don't want to cheapen it by doing it too often. So, like, we, we honor very intentionally. Yep. But we also, like, we're at a point now, we have a lot of guys, so we don't, not everybody honors everybody. We used to do that in the early days when it was just a few of us, but now it's just a couple of guys and who are specifically chosen. So I'm curious with your dad's thing, um, when did you honor? How did you do that? You'd had the night, but did you actually... And did did anybody else? And it's always, I mean, I I I alerted you know my brothers and sisters beforehand that we were going to do this. I invited them uh, to kind of think about it. Um, so um, I I don't think that it's something that you just want to spring on everybody, right? And just be like, okay, brothers and sisters, now we're going to honor this person. Um, so um, this is what I that I wrote to the, to 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 my siblings. Can't wait till till tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow we're going to try and honor dad at dinner. I'm just going to give you a brief tutorial on how to honor someone. We honor someone for their virtues, not for their gifts. Uh, well, I just use the same example. To say that someone has a beautiful voice is to honor them for their gifts. To say that someone uses their voice so well that it lifts their hearts to God is to honor them for their virtue. Try to think of something that you want to honor dad for, some virtue, some aspect of his character, something that you want to extol him for. At times, the things that people see in us are more than, than that which we see in ourselves. Sorry to spring this on you last minute, but I think it would be nice for him to hear something brief from all of us. So I would say to set aside the time uh, and to actually alert people that we are going to do this. Because some people aren't 
good at coming up with something right off the bat. Like they need to think about it. And it's an important question. Um, many of my siblings expressed that they already wanted to do it. Um, oh, so they, they kind of felt like yeah. they, they were going to do it anyways. But uh, there was a moment in the middle of the dinner that it was like, are we just kind of like ruining the flow? Because like, you know, we were three bottles of wine in. Uh, we weren't going to get dessert because my sister-in-law made an amazing cake. Um, like, it's going to be an extra 20 minutes. Like, should we even do it? It's in a restaurant, you know? If you start to feel like this spirit of oppression, like, what a dumb idea. Why would we even do that? We should just quit, whatever. Oftentimes, I find that that is the, the kind of gravel that you have to like run over before you get into like the wide the wide field. And once you start, I think you realize, wow, what a what a beautiful opportunity. Because the disclosure of the heart is not something that you can just do like at a at a drop of a hat. Right. Like it takes some adjustment. Usually it takes a change in tone. Sometimes there's gonna be chaos going on, kids clanging of plates waiters like coming in like dogs lapping up vomit maybe <laughs> i feel so bad about that um that's a different story Sorry. i think you can tell it it's Goal, pretty bad uh my brother-in-law jordan lynch yes. uh threw a bachelor party for us right before we got um ordained and uh it was a great great uh night both of them <laughs> both of them <laughs> both of them ended the same way um Yep. But it was just uh, too many cigars. I, I would blame the cigars. I can't have two cigars in less than an hour and a half. That's not a good idea. Right. So at Goebbels, we go go-karting, which <sighs> was a blast. Um, we're all out there, and the guy's like giving us, he's reading us the riot act, and he's like, absolutely no contact whatsoever by any of these go-karts. And we're like, yeah, got it. And then all of a sudden, like, we start, and it's like... Steve Nepple like and I. Yeah, Steve just 10... Steve causes a 10, 10 car pile up and everybody's getting thrown out. We go back that night. We have a nice meal, some cigars, and uh, we're honoring. <laughs> honoring me. Yep. And it was really beautiful. I mean, his dad, Dave Goble, his brother. I mean, everybody's just yeah. like, I mean, there's just like tears. It's, it's just like beautiful. Yeah. And I'm the last one, you know, so the pressure falls to me yep. to, to really kind of pull it all together, take it to the next level. My, my my dear friend here about to be ordained a priest. Yeah. And I start in on my, you know, <laughs> thought out words. And all of a sudden, Goble stands up, walks to the side of the deck, leans over and just goes, ah, 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 puke his guts out, sits back down. Everybody is dying. And I'm, and then the, and he's like, I'm so sorry. Just please finish. And so I start again, but I can't. I can't do it because Gunner, the the Bernie's Mountain Dog, is lapping up uh, on the side of the. And it's just like, oh god, this is the. It was the worst. It was the worst honor ever. So we called it at that point. So sometimes, sometimes it doesn't play out sometimes like you want it to. Not the spirit of God. Thank you for letting me tell that story. Oh, it's so bad. So the moral yep. of the story, yeah. Moral of the story is not too many cigars too quickly. Eat multiple, eat multiple dinners. Um, 
limit your intake of alcohol and do not smoke two cigars in a row. Right. Anywho, uh, so <laughs> how, do you, how, do you, how do you return from that? Um, so you um, you certainly want to be able to uh, give some expression of what you see, but what I would say is try to limit it to one word or one virtue. Don't just give them like all of the good that you've seen throughout the whole year. You're this and you're that and you're this. It's like just condense it down to one word. Um, and then it's really beautiful because at the end of the night, um, that person can go back and be like, wow, they saw these five virtues in me. And for my dad, like he was like, I'm going to write this in my journal. I'm yeah. going to remember this forever. And I would say partially because Father John uh, was having a very sentimental moment uh, a few months ago, and he said, how many more times are we going to be able to do this? How many more times oh, yeah. are we going to yeah. be able to you know, be at Schloss Goebbels and enjoy each other's company? And I was like, dude, that's crazy. We're going to be around for a long time or whatever. But there are times where it's like, that's not going to happen again. Yeah. Um, and uh, man, so grateful that we had the opportunity to honor your dad uh, when we did. Right. Um, he's still around. Yeah. But I think that it means it meant way more to him to have that barn dance um, when we had it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, it did. Yeah. It was about a year before the stroke. Yeah. I took my dad down to Phoenix and we were on the plane. And um, has this ever happened to you where like, God sends these weird like prophets into your life, like mm. at the most random spots, especially mm -hmm. when you're traveling. Yeah. So um, I get on the plane and I'm uh, getting my dad settled, and I kind of flip my bag around, and this like 65 year old guy makes a big scene of how I almost like hit him, and he it, he, he could have just said, "Hey, you know, watch your bag," but he he kind of made this whole thing, and I was like, "Do you fire back?" It's like it was like cock the gun you know but it was like right back in the holster in clerics? and i was like i was in clerics and yeah. i was like hey sorry about that that was my bad well i'm happy i didn't i didn't blast him because we end up on the same bus to the same rental car place and then end up in this huge line i don't know what dollar rental was doing that day but we just had way too long in this line and it ends up being me and the guy and the guy in front of me from the baggage guy and i'm like oh man and uh by judge he starts in He's, he just breaks in conversation. You know, what are you doing traveling with your dad? And we start talking. And he starts, like, he just goes into this whole thing. It was very natural. But he's just like, yeah, you don't know how long you have your dad with. And these are, this is, these are the moments when memories are built. And make sure you honor him about this and, you know, hmm. take care. And he just, like, started speaking directly into my life. And I was like, whoa, this is really intense. And it was very clearly, like, yeah. like providential. And then he got his rental car and went on his way. Right. You know? But, um he was making that he was impressing upon me the significance. This is the first time my dad and I have traveled together uh, since his stroke where it's just been us. Not but mom. before that, when was the last time? I don't know. I don't even, I can't even remember one. Yeah. And it was so awesome. We had, a, we had the best weekend. I took him to Lagrange Grange. Oh yeah. It was amazing. Did you get Phoenix? a Paloma? Oh yeah. He mm -hmm. just was like, this is the best. And we had such a great weekend. Um, but the honoring thing, so we honor uh, honor your father and mother uh, is a very specific commandment within this. There's a larger kind sure. of call to honoring, but what you did with your dad, um, 
specifically, it's like, this is what we, we ha- this, God puts this upon us because the origin of our existence belongs to God and to these two people. True. And you might have weird relationships with your parents and broken, understandable, but yep. be, be attentive to those moments. And right. when there are very few, there are very few opportunities when you can honor somebody and uh, you did it. You took advantage of that situation with your dad. Yeah, and I just don't. I just don't want people to to hear something like that and be like, "Well, I guess I'll be ready when it's time to honor my parents." Um, you know, when when they retire, it's like you can do it on their birthday. Yeah, you can and do fr- it on their anniversary. And frankly, we hear a lot of lovely honoring in eulogies. It's too late. It's too late. Exactly. It's too late. That's it's beautiful, but. Right. I mean, the wet, I mentioned the wedding in the last podcast, but Greg Aaron really honored his daughter and son-in-law, I mean, in a very powerful way. Awesome. Probably in a way that she'll never experience ever again. But yeah. he did it. He showed up that night, and he did it. And um, so be attentive to the moments, and don't be afraid of, like, you, I like that you pointed out, like, it feels awkward because it's super light and casual, and yep. sometimes it breaks the kind of the mojo or whatever of we're just having, it's just, we're keeping it light. It's fun. Yep. And it's like, no, it's okay to elevate and be intentional in conversation. We have guys in our community who don't like to do that. Um, but you need to share graces. You need to honor, you need to, there, we need to carve out moments of intentionality. This used to be normative in at meals, like where you would have toasts, toasts. Exactly. Right. Speeches. And, uh, we have to we have to recover something of that, and I think the honoring is an indispensable part. Yeah. So I mean, I would say that um, the good of the good of communicating it is that not just that you see it, but now they see that you saw it, and they take that with them. Because the danger is, I'm going to fall into pride. I am these things. I am so great. I am whatever. But when somebody else acknowledges you for something that perhaps you see or didn't fully see, now like you can take that good with you for ages. Yeah. And um you know, the the question is not just are you able to give an honoring, but you are you able to receive the honoring? Oh yeah. Are Wait. you able to receive what other people have said and do you take the time out to actually acknowledge this is what this person saw. Yeah. Because so often and like we're not capable of receiving compliments or um or acknowledgments, but we crave them so much so that when they happen it's like, "Hey, enjoy that. Receive it." Did you receive it? Did you receive it? You can share that story. I want to conclude. I'm not going to tell that story. Uh I, I would just say um as a final thing the receiving thing is important. I was in ecclesiology today. We got on this topic of um, kind of tangent about um, you have to receive your identity. Um, it's not something you just create. And God sends people into our lives to help us understand who we are and to receive who we are. So when mm. when people honor you and and speak into things, and you know when it pierces into the heart, the temptation of false humility is to say, no, I'm crap. That's not, that's not good. I mean, I'm not, I'm not that great. You yeah. Just, thanks. Instead thanks, of saying but. like, is this God revealing something about who I am? Um, it's about receiving the giftedness of our existence and, and specifically our identity. And I, 
we can't derive it ourselves. We we don't just create. We don't just self-create our identity. We think we do, but we really have to have other people to to help us understand who we are. And that's why this is such an an, an important task. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, and we want to become the kind of culture where this is the norm. Right. You just know it because then it is less awkward and less intrusive because that's what you do. Yeah. And to counter it, I mean, in case you're like, that's super fluffy, Father, I I would like just a little bit more jagged, you know, rough. All right, here's my suggestion. Honor somebody on their birthday, give them one thing to work on on their baptismal anniversary. Hmm. That was what I suggested for the companions. Yeah. And you don't do it publicly. You don't say, like, I think you're a piece of garbage and this is why. Right. You don't just, you know remove all the joy from the honoring but on the day of your baptism uh two guys two guys or you know two people randomly say um here's what i would suggest here's what i suggest yeah Yeah. well here you go um i figured out the secret to it so um i asked my housemates what do you think i should work on for lent um so i live with two other priests i asked them what they think and i said um I would ask our our uh, staff, my parish staff, but they won't tell me the truth. By the time this podcast comes out, the question will already be asked. You guys will already give in your answers, so whatever. You're not going to wriggle out of it. But I said, um, uh, what should what should I work on for Lent? They won't answer that question, so I'm going to have Father Chris ask it. Uh. He's going to ask them, hey, Father Nathan's asking me what he should work on for Lent. What do you think I should tell him? Uh, sneaky sneaky so have your you know have your best friends you know give you two things to work on there you go so i want to conclude with this passage from uh the companions of christ and saint paul wrote a great rule yes they did uh we're reading it uh paragraph by paragraph each morning uh myself and father chris um so uh, this was the one from today so i i thought it was really beautiful uh where is it when a man lives deeply in christ he lives deep He lives deep friendship with others. Obedient to the command of Christ our Master, we commit ourselves to a generous love for each other that is marked by both giving and receiving. A defining characteristic of authentic friendship is the sharing of all things in common, not only our talents and possessions, but even the deepest desires of our hearts. Idem vele et idem nole, willing the same and rejecting the same, which is from St. Alred. It is this unbounded fraternal charity that allows us to be transparent with one another. We desire a fearless frankness in our relationships, sharing our weaknesses, struggles, and joys with each other. A true friend is the companion of your soul to whom you entrust yourself as to another self from whom you you hide nothing, from whom you feared nothing. We avoid hiding from our brothers and seek openness and accountability in all things. For he who does what is true comes to the light that it may be clearly seen that his deeds have been wrought in God. So beautiful. Um, especially the from whom you hide nothing, from whom you fear nothing. Mm. When you honor somebody else, you unveil what perhaps they would prefer to keep secret, but you bring out of the storehouse uh, the treasure of the grace that perhaps they didn't even see in themselves. So, Mm. um, yeah. Beautiful. Well done. So for that, John, I want to honor you. Oh, great. I actually do want to honor somebody. You do? Yeah, actually three guys. So this is a first shout-out, if you're ready for that. I guess I should figure out who I'm honoring. 
You can honor John Leindecker because he's in I quote would a, sh- a drought of shoutouts with Goble. What? Come on! I was like, you are such a drama queen. We had a great. It was great to talk to him recently. But there's your shoutout. Well, I would honor I would honor John Leindecker for having uh, equanimity with his children. Yeah. Because sometimes his children are melting down, and he was totally like calm the whole time, and I was just amazed by that. It's a similar trait I see in Jordan. Yeah, that's true. Some they get calm. It's almost like they get calmer. Yeah, that's crazy. Linedecker, I loved talking to you, man. It was uh, so refreshing because man without guile. That's what it is. So, but my shoutouts go to the Rocky Raccoon hundred milers. What'd you do on Saturday? Not run a hundred miles. Oh, okay, you didn't get up at six a.m. and run for no. It was it was four a.m. twenty one miles. They um uh, so. Peter Polito, Chase Veranu, oh geez, sorry Chase, and Jorge Padilla, they uh, all finished the Rocky Raccoon 100 miler in Texas, this is somewhere outside of Austin, these guys ran 100 miles on Saturday, alright, insane, 100 miles, straight, but I want to honor Peter, not because he's seriously BA and he ran four marathons on Saturday, but I want to honor him because I... Peter and I talk a lot about this stuff, and uh, I know that there was a there was some physical limitations that he had to overcome, but especially the mental thing was the key. And what I want to honor him for is that he surrendered his self-reliance and relied on his support team. Mm. He brought in the right people at the right time. Um, his wife, uh, Elizabeth, his sister, Andrea, he had a number of friends, Jonathan Weiss, like different guys who were running with him, and he knew... The only way I can do this is uh, if I rely on other people, and I think that is that's a sign of a, of a man who's who's maturing in Christ, who realizes his own limitations and that he can accomplish so much more uh, if he relies on others. So, Peter, honor you for that. Honor you for not attempting a hundred mile endurance run uh, alone. With, with your own self reliance alone, but doing it in the company of friends and drawing them into it in such a way as they all feel like they accomplish this with you mm. and that's communion that's true communion right sure there. that models the trinity uh and then andrea said make sure you mention andrew and anna walsh who are also peter and elizabeth's friends and huge fans of brothers karamazov so andrew and anna thanks for listening you want to honor them for reading brothers karamazov i want to honor you for read not just for reading it but i actually don't know anything about them so there you go uh the person that i would honor uh is died already so i do i do feel bad um but uh i buried a great man today i mentioned it uh in the podcast i think previous but uh owen lamb um gosh uh he he had real joy uh i that guy he never listened to the podcast he had no idea what a podcast was um but um he he drank old wine and uh he experienced a joy of uh, 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 of fraternal love and family love and ecclesial love that uh, it was evident in his face. And so the, the guy that in these slideshows, you look at these pictures and just every single picture, he's just beaming. And I'm like, man, I hope that I get that joy someday uh, where um, where it's evident that I've experienced, a real encounter with with persons 
human persons, divine persons. So, anyways, Toe and Lamb, yep. may he rest in peace. Great man. Yep. Say it to these. Say it to these people before they die. You know, I told him I loved him. Uh, I anointed him an hour and a half before he died. I told him I loved him, uh, but I was wearing one of those freaking space suits, so it sounded like. <laughs> Alan, I love you, okay? I love you. So, tell the people before you have to get in the freaking space suit. So, Catholic Stuff Podcast Gmail dot com. Uh, maybe leave us a feedback. Honor Father Nathan. Honor, That's what he really wants Father on Nathan. Instagram. So, no. no. Thanks for listening. Don't do that. But, uh, yeah, we'll see you. Hey, great topic tonight. We'll Thank see you. you next week. Thanks. See you. Bye. Bye.